0: Thank you. Welcome to Life and Laughter with Annie and Holly. This week we're speaking with Georgie Ricks, who is a qualified nutritionist, level 3 personal trainer specialising in PCOS and the babe behind a PCOS party. Hello Georgie. Hello girls. Thank you for the lovely intro there. How are we doing? (laughs) All good. All good. I have to say congratulations on your award. Thank you. I mean, I'm
1: still a bit flabbergasted by the whole thing to be honest. It was a very, yeah, I mean, this whole week has been International Women's Week or Day or whatever we want to do. So it was a really lovely event um, put on by Women Who Thrive, quite a new company, but it's basically all just empowering women and supporting women. And it was awesome to be in a room of just females actually doing really cool epic shit and like having side businesses and hustling. And yeah, and then I was completely blown away that I won an award and I got up on stage and completely froze. I'm not very good at public (laughs) speaking, my throat closed up. (laughs) But it was a great evening. So yeah, thank you very much.
2: What was your award in, Georgie?
1: Um, It was called the Support Her Award. So it's basically for... For, for what I do, it's a, a company or an enterprise or, on, or an individual who empowers women, supports women and basically acts as a leader in their industry.
2: Amazing. And this week we wanted to, well, we wanted to get you onto the podcast because one, you're such a babe, <laughs> but also you're doing an amazing job in, you know, in what you do. And we wanted to kind of raise awareness for PCOS to our listeners, you know, some of our listeners may have PCOS or some people might not even know what it is so I think we just want to kind of explore everything and also to hear about what you do so people can reach out as well and hear about your services so did you want to start by kind of explaining I suppose what PCOS is? Yeah of
1: course so PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome it is actually now the leading cause of infertility and they have just come out that it now affects diagnosed one in eight women But they actually predict that it's one in five, which is huge. And this is due just to sort of the lack of education and awareness around the world and women not actually understanding the symptoms and what it actually means so yeah so moving into it it's a metabolic disorder basically and it's a hormone imbalance um, and it's where you have elevated insulin in your body which can hinder ovulation elevate your testosterone which produces a whole array of nasty symptoms such as um, acne hair growth hair loss um, uncontrollable weight gain as women as, as 80% of women also have insulin resistance with this which can make it challenging to lose weight just basically a big old ca- havoc and chaos of hormones in your body um, and it also the, the big one really is you get irregular periods from it and this is where a lot of women obviously have the infertility struggle when they're looking to conceive because you don't ovulate. So that is sort of the the summary really of what PCOS is.
0: What's the processes you've touched upon a few of the symptoms but how would you actually find
1: out that you have pcos you need two of the following three basically to be diagnosed with pcos okay but again the problem is with a lot of doctors unfortunately is a lot of women are misdiagnosed as well um because they don't they won't do the blood test or they won't do the ultrasound but actually you need to have a look at all three so number one is irregular periods periods or no periods at all okay um, some I, I lost my menstrual cycle for basically two and a half years and that was obviously See a big telltelling sign, along with other all the other symptoms I had, and then the second one is they would do a blood test to see if you have high androgen levels, which is basically high testosterone. That's your male sex hormone, obviously. And then the third one would be to do an ultrasound on your ovaries, and it would to visually see um black dots around the side of your ovaries, and they basically represent um, the baby follicles. So when the egg isn't released, it's basically the sack of the egg that is basically surrounding the ovary. So. In the medical world, they say that you need two of those three to basically be diagnosed with PCOS. For your
2: experience, if you didn't mind sharing, how long ago did you find out that you had PCOS?
1: I actually was diagnosed when I was about 16, just coming on 17. I was a really sporty kid when I was younger, literally was shipped off to a boarding school age 11, so all I could do was basically run around a pitch. (laughs) So I lost my menstrual cycle. I mean, I, I started obviously puberty, got my periods for a good year, and then they basically just disappeared. And during this time, I was playing so much sport, but I was always the biggest of my friends. I was really just piling a lot of weight, didn't really understand what was going on. I had really bad skin and I actually had sort of red rashes on the back of my arms and on my bum, my bum cheek, lovely, for quite a long time and couldn't work out what that was. I also have a very deep voice and that's a sign of high testosterone as well. So all of these things were happening and yeah, I went my mum obviously took me to the doctor and we had the ultrasound and my ovaries were covered in these in these black dots oh, wow. and then obviously with the periods and and the symptoms it was yeah it was just I was the classic PCOS sufferer I'd say that was a young age to go through that and understand that at the age of 16 yeah i know it is a really young age and and that is where when it can happen right as soon as you hit puberty and you start sort of developing down there and yeah it was very it was very tough i won't lie i really had a, a very roller coaster journey with PCOS, I developed an inc- a terrible relationship with food, a terrible relationship with my body, um, you know, suffered deeply with sort of insecurities and self-esteem um, and confidence and, and everything, right? Because it, it really, cat. it's mentally and, and physically exhausting. But, I guess this is what has led me to where I am now is now I've sort of naturally reversed it uh, without any meds or anything. And it gives me such joy to be able to help other women, you know, rebuild their confidence and their self-esteem. And actually from me being so low to now, well, I guess I am on a high, especially after this week. (laughs) You're winning awards Um, now. You're winning awards. I know. I mean, what on earth is
0: going on? You're a boss, babe. That's what you are, Georgie. But I think as well, like I've been reading a lot about like entrepreneurs and everything they have in common is they actually go through a form of trauma and as crazy as that sounds but I think like what you must have gone through being so young and understanding and having those challenges and people are so judgmental like when you're 16 that you know a lot of people can be quite mean especially going through school and what you're experiencing and it's one of those things you don't really like I didn't know what PCOS was when I was sixteen years old, but obviously has no. that has this kind of led you to start like the PCOS party, like everything, like you're trying to make awareness of, like that must
1: be yeah. your root cause of what you went through. Oh my god, absolutely! Like I completely believe that. I think the the best coaches in the world, if I'm honest, need have to go through that personal journey, right? Mm. Like you can't just be any old nutritionist. I hate to say it because you actually have no idea what PCOS is and the struggles and the trauma and everything you go through. And yeah, I would say 100% that's what gives me the passion, the fire in my belly, what made me start this was because I know how awful it can be and how lonely and frustrating and just like days of hating yourself and not understanding your body. I know exactly what it's like. So I think that's exactly why I wake up every day and why I started this for sure. And I think that's also why clients come to me, because I can relate, you know, I understand all the the bad days, I understand the stress, I understand, like, just everything. And so yeah, I really actually pride myself in that. Like, I really, really take my clients, obviously, incredibly seriously, I'm a very hands on coach, and I try and hold their hand, you know, every step of the way.
2: And if someone's listening to this now, it must be such a nice kind of thought that, they can hear you and you've you've kind of come through the journey and there is light at the end of the tunnel things can be changed and we've spoken about it before Georgie but doctors and and you know it people can have such a negative perception you know this is the end of it but how did you reverse and how how can someone you know reverse or help with their PCOS?
0: Especially without taking medicine. Like that, for yes. me, is the most important thing because I think exactly what point you are go, like tapping on Annie, is like hitting the nail on the head. When you go to doctors, it's always to take a pill. Take, yeah, exactly. Take a pill. And, and then that causes yeah. another
1: problem and then you just have a sparring... I was on birth control for a good sort of 10, 12 years because exactly that, I believe the doctors. We are conditioned to believe the doctors. Of course we are from a young age. But what I will say to anyone listening here. Yes, doctors are incredible. They are. But think about it. A GP has to diagnose, you know, thousands of different conditions. Okay. But they, that doesn't mean they are an expert in one. A a doctor is not a PCOS expert. Okay. They are literally told in their degree when, I mean, I've actually seen it. Some of my friends are, uh, you know, our doctors and did the, their medical degree with me, when they're actually in the lecture doing the module, it literally comes up on a screen and will say like polycystic ovarian syndrome at the top, how to treat. And it will say birth control, tell them to lose weight. That is literally the options they give you. So no wonder, you know, I went back and forth to different doctors and they tell you, just be like, oh, go home and lose weight. They don't give you any help on how, any tips on, you know, anything. A lot of people, of course, we're in an obesity pandemic, right? So many people do not understand how to lose weight and they need that help and guidance. And the birth control side of it, you know, this is my, I guess, my strongest point, and actually what I spoke about yesterday at, at my little event I had is birth control is not the answer to PCOS. It completely shuts your entire menstrual cycle down. It suppresses your natural hormones. And actually, what it does, it's like putting a plaster over a wound. You know, when you have birth control and you're shutting all of your fertility hormones, when you come off it, if you if, because doctors tell you, I'll come off the pill when you want to conceive. That's why infertility is so huge now and IVF is because it takes your body years to get ovulation back naturally. Years because you have just pumped yourself with synthetic drugs and shut your system down. Took me two, two, just over two years to get my period back after all the abuse of, of the pills.
0: That little thing is so dangerous. Like I, I remember when I was it's younger. It's insane. And the thing is, it's crazy with the pill because it was a bit of a fad thing. Like at school, it was like, oh, what pill are you on? Like, and you, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. would go on the pill because your friends were on the pill, and not necessarily yeah. you would need to go on the pill. Like, you know, I went on the pill when I was sixteen, and there, I was not having, yeah, I was not having sexual intercourse when I was I 16 years old, so I know. it was it was like one of those things, I was like why was I even taking it and the doctor just just gave it to me and the repercussions, I remember I was taking Jasmine,
1: Jasmine, yeah, Jasmine. that's the one I was on, yeah
0: and I was on it for about two years and it sent me a little bit doolally, like not Absolutely. like, I, I just felt like I was just overly sensitive, didn't really find things mm-hmm. any funny and it was like, And as soon as I got off that pill, I was normal, Holly, back to normal. Yeah, it's like the the, the walls pulled off your eyes.
1: But you know what? No wonder boys bloody call us psychos, right? It's because we're pumped with this stuff that actually does do crazy things (laughs) to your brain. Like, it really does. It does. And um, (laughs) it's actually terrifying. And here's a fun fact for you all. The pill was originally made for men, okay? Because if you think about it, men can impregnate if they want to 20 bloody females a day, right? Or 20, I don't know, one an hour if, if, you, if you've got an absolute stallion going for it. But females, females can obviously only get pregnant once every nine months, okay? So it's completely fucked, sorry, I'm swearing, that we are, as, as females, the one who carries the baby who needs the fertility hormones more than anything, have to take the pill. It was originally made for the men And they did the trials on men and they saw the side effects it gave to them. So they thought, fuck it, we'll give it to the women. Can you believe that? That's crazy. And like you
2: were just talking about, Holly, I remember my friends, because they got spots or they had bad skin, the doctor would just say, oh, just go on the pill. And it's raising awareness. And I know, Georgia, it's something you're really passionate about is like the education at school and stuff. Because if I'd known that it was going to impact me this later on in my life, I might not have
1: taken the pill when I was younger absolutely honestly and actually saying that about the schools yeah and i am going to start going in and doing like 30 minute little lunchtime sessions with some of the younger Amazing. females at schools around here which which is yeah I mean, it's just a passion project right i'm just absolutely which desperate you, to help and to educate
0: i just want to take it back because i know we touched upon the PCOS party and i've said what your messaging is and what you stand for and you've won awards and you're an entrepreneur but what I really want to do for the listeners is just take it back and kind of explain what the PCOS party is and and how did it come about. How did you set yeah. up this incredible... It's I, I want to say a movement. How would you explain
1: it? It's, I, I see it, especially like International Women's Week. Like, I don't know. I think you stand for so much. It's educating. It's just empowering women, you know. And I also want to build a community and a safe space that women feel that they can reach out to me and ask me any questions and not feel alone about PCOS. You know, and it is just me at the moment, but hopefully I'm slowly building now and getting more exposure and raising more awareness. So I'm hoping to build a bigger team and just to continue, you know, growing and, and doing what I'm doing. But how I started was actually when I, I I've been in Dubai for four years. I was working in an events corporate job, which definitely was not for me. I'm not born for an office. I was going stir crazy in there and I was also having a lot of issues with PCOS and the pill and blah blah blah. Been to doctors, they told me I'd never have kids. It was a really bad, bad time of my life. So I, I was just like, I need to get out of here. I quit my job. Best thing I've ever done. I moved to Bali for a couple of months, not to find myself because I know who I am, but just to work on myself and, um, you know, have some time out to figure out what I wanted to do with life. And I learned so much there. It's so many digital nomads, a lot of the online world. And I learned that you could actually work online anywhere from the world. And lots of, you know, it's a very healthy place there. And I basically used those two months to literally lap up as much education as I could and sat with people and, and, and figured out how to start my business. Then I came back to Dubai, then went back to Bali, basically. And then in lock, COVID happened. And it was like the apocalypse, right? I was on a little island and everyone was like, get back to the UK. And that was the best thing that happened to me because I then had three months to build this. And I focused. And every day I just sat in my dining room. And I was just so like, you know, time, I think, is something we all don't have enough of, right? And finally, I had the time. And then I literally just built it and built it. I created an online course that's sort of my side thing that I, that I sell. And that's something that people can purchase and sort of do it on their own. But it's like 52 lessons with recipes and workouts and shopping lists and everything you need. And then the other side is my one-to-one coaching. So because I have now naturally reversed this all through diet and, diet and lifestyle without any medication, I've really finally found that tick. I do that now with as many women as I can, you know, as many as I can basically take on. And yeah, the, and then that's basically where we are. I, I moved back to Dubai, the business kicked off and I just, you just got to take that risk. And I think that was the best thing ever. You know, as soon as I built the Instagram and did my first post, I mean, I was absolutely shitting myself. You know, as soon as you start talking to the camera, it's like, <laughs> what are people going to think of me? And like, I was such a weirdo, but you just have to do it. And I'm so, so glad I did because look at, you know, look where I am now and I'm helping people every day and I'm just so, so privileged and blessed to to do it also your platform
0: your instagram account i i do follow you obviously and you don't actually even have to pay for the courses even following you like every day you 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 are very active on social and what you do like you are always on there like talking to the camera showing knowledge what you have and a lot of your posts which i love is diets as well everything we
1: think we know about diets is completely Mm. the opposite yeah, it really is actually. Like listen, dieting and fat loss. Fat loss is not easy, but it is quite simple. And yes, with PCOS, there are a lot of other challenges, okay? Because there's it inflammation, there's hormone disruptors. If you have raised cortisol, that can hinder it, obviously ovulation. Like there's a lot of things with PCOS and this is why so many women struggle. But this is what I do now is with my coaching is I sort of you know, I'm I'm there to educate and look at their diet and say, right, that's wh- where you're going wrong. And I make those swaps and I make those recommendations because once you actually put, so I'm putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, right? You could just have one thing that's a little bit out of line and that you're not getting right. And once you sort that, then actually everything falls into place. But, you know, with, with weight loss, without with anyone and everything, consistency is absolutely key. And it really is building those small habits and changes over time but sticking to it. We live in a world where everything is so instant and we want quick results and we want something immediately. And, unfortunately, this is where, again, people people get let down because they do these fad diets for a couple of weeks. They might drop a couple of kilograms, but it's not sustainable. It's not no. motivational. It's not fun. It's not easy. And then you go back to your old ways. I've done that. You know, you have I've done that yeah, myself. Yeah, we've all yeah. done that. Oh, Oh my God, I've done so many fad diets, Christ, back in the day. That money I used to waste on them as well, it's silly. I, I know, it's
0: ridiculous, and I always read online, like, I don't know, it's, I, I can't remember, was it the Atkins diet, what everyone done years ago? I like, I know it worked for some people, but i done it for a few months, and I was like, yeah, just didn't work. I think I gained more afterwards. And you
1: probably had bad breath. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's the, key, that's oh, the keto, keto is bad breath. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, Well, I do get it because I did them all right. Like I, I really can't understand. But if anyone is listening to this and you are thinking of paying for another bloody meal plan or try, trying, you know, whatever it is, paleo or, or keto. Do not do keto, by the way. It's one of the absolute worst. Please don't please come to me I will educate you on how you still can drink wine eat pizza and eat sweets every day and lose weight I love that like it can be done I promise you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that's I think a really good point Georgie because you specialize obviously in PCOS but you can help anyone yeah absolutely well yeah I mean that's what my I did my biochemistry nutrition degree so I am a nutritionist so yeah I help people without PCOS I, I help men I've helped my guy friends. I've got a few of them now. You know, they'll message me being like, I need to lose some some kilograms, Georgie. I'm like, okay, come to me. When you're
2: talking (laughs) about foods for people that do have PCOS... What kind of things like just little, you know, someone can take away today? What what kind of little changes
1: would someone need to do? Sure. So the most important thing with PCOS is our blood sugars and our insulin. Now, what we want to be doing is basically controlling that as much as possible without as many peaks and troughs throughout the day, basically calling a ro- causing a roller coaster of sort of highs and lows, which will then induced cravings, you'll get sort of up and down of energy, then you'll hit the fatigue stage where you reach for more food. That's the path that we want to stop. So we want to be filling our diet basically with low GI foods. Low GI stands for the glycemic index, which is how quickly something spikes your your insulin carbohydrates my top sort of three or four I would go for would be your sweet potato quinoa cauliflower rice is like my new absolute addiction swap that in for normal rice what not only you're going to save a load of calories it's also really delicious and really volatile low gi also fruits as well like stay away from the tropical fruits because they're quite high and they will spike but berries like green apples and pears are all absolutely fine the next thing is inflammation. So what we wanna be doing is putting anti-inflammatories into our diet and this is your fatty fish. So salmon, tuna, mackerel with the omega-3s, omega-6s, really we need to be putting a lot of that into our diet. I would say at least like two portions a week if you can. And then finally, protein when people talk about macros and all of that and you see all these stupid like fitness people being like do you want to know your macros trust me everyone you don't need your macros okay you need to know about your calories that's important and you need to know about your protein because protein is the most important one it keeps you fuller for longer it helps build, build lean muscle mass it doesn't spike your insulin at all and it really it really helps with all the cravings so load up on protein. Build your meals around protein. Lean protein, of course. So like chicken breasts or turkey. Protein's
0: my friend at the at the moment as well. I'm shedding for all, shedding for all the
1: weddings I'm going to. yeah well I know I think that's probably why I've got so many clients at the moment because it hits March and everyone's like right I've got three months till summer you know and it's good to have a goal I do believe that but (laughs) as long as it's not like what we want to get out of the relationship is is that is like sort of restricting so much and then for one event and then you put everything back on right it's understanding and this is what I do is educating how you can still lose weight but keep it off and be consistent with it
0: and going back to goals you actually I think it was last year you won a competition which you entered for the PCOS
1: party yeah, yeah. I did yeah. another another very weird win well not weird I am just I'm a bit blown away by all of this I still think that I live in like cookie land I'm like what on <laughs> earth is going on you're killing it Georgie
0: I'm glad because um, this is kind of like knowledge on a bit of PCOS but also it's kind of like it's knowledge of being an entrepreneur in Dubai.
1: Absolutely. And I, I, which I is inspiring. again, if anyone wants to reach out and ask, you know, about starting a business and taking that risk, like, trust me, it will be the absolute best thing you ever do. If you have an idea and you have that urge, you know, and you, you, you do have to be self-motivated. I will say that there are a lot of challenges that come with it and you've got to really prepare for the highs and the lows you know good months bad months but as long as you're self-motivated and you keep chugging and it's a real passion then you will absolutely thrive and if you've got a good support community around you and your friends you know will support you in fact it's quite a good one to sort of really see who your true friends are if that makes sense like who really has your back and really supports you and who are the ones that sort of just don't really care But yeah, I entered a competition, Uh, it was last October in 2021, and I basically had an absolute breakdown because I was feeling very overwhelmed with with work, you know, it it can be quite overwhelming when you have so much going on and you're only on your own, and I googled help for startups in Dubai, and there was this competition called She Leads, Dubai are amazing at basically pushing and empowering women, they really are, it's a really fantastic place I think, I've really, especially this week, seen it everywhere. And this event was, yeah, it was not event, sorry, a competition. I basically had to do a presentation and a little video pitch and then 400 people entered and then it, it got down to the top 20. I then had to pitch my entire business plan and everything to a panel. It was like Dragon's Den, basically, for about an hour and a half. And then, yeah, I won it. I was like, what's going on? Anyway, um, I won basically a full free business, visa, license, trade license, everything set up. They have just been really amazing. Creative Zone, I couldn't recommend them enough. Um, They're basically the leading business set-up company in Dubai. And then I'm also now a member of the Dubai Women's Council. So that's been great because they were also partnered with that. So, yeah, it was such an experience. Um, It's definitely really helped me obviously get properly set up now because now I can actually partner with a lot more companies. So I'm part. of have actually just partnered with Groupon. You're gonna. You can find my online course on Groupon. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. Real jokes. Um, it's inflation's
0: yeah, real, Georgie in Dubai. So this is this is a very good thing. Groupon's yeah, going to be so my best is. best friend.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I love Groupon. Yeah. I'm all for the deals. Such a bargain hunter. I was just I going to ask you
2: about what are. Like if we had any kind of um, men listening, what can our boyfriends, partners, husbands do to support anyone that's kind of going through PCOS or
1: weight loss or anything? Yeah, such, such a good question. And actually, I have quite a few clients who I almost have to do relationship coaching <laughs> with. They come on Zoom, and it's very interesting. Um, so I think the biggest thing for men to understand really is the struggles that a woman does go through with PCOS when it can really affect their sort of self-esteem and their confidence. You might think it's a bit silly, but that your, your partner really might need a bit more encouragement and someone to hold their hand and tell them that they're pretty every day, a little bit more than the person without. So if you can do that, it's really, really going to help her, like, just, push her and and you know remind her that she is beautiful and she is great and you love her some people really do need that more and it's it it really goes a long way right just like the little text in the morning or the like kiss on the forehead like I think it's it's really important and then actually if you are sort of on a weight loss journey you know do not do it with her but like support her with the foods like it, with PCOS we do have to eliminate some foods I'd say um, and make some swaps in our diet so if you can you know do it with her make it fun like cook meals together go out and buy like certain products with her and just yeah try and get really on board and behind it I think that that that's really yeah like a really good one for sure what kind of exercises would you advise for women
0: who's who's struggling yeah. with
1: PCOS the two biggest ones really is, is strength training. So, you know, weighted workouts, resistance, and then just as much movement as you can. Steps, ladies, steps, steps, steps. Walking is the most underrated way to speed up fat loss. It really is, and the more that you can get out and move the more that you can walk, the more you're just going to be burning some energy and and you know speeding up that that journey if that's what you're on. but strength training is obviously just great for sort of longevity, building that lean muscle mass once when we have more muscle on our body anyway, we actually you know are we can burn um, more calories as we as we as we go throughout the day, um, which means you can eat more, yay. strength training I would say go for sort of three sessions a week keep it slow keep it steady so we don't spike our cortisol and then just gentle movement wherever you can
0: it's hard though in Dubai one thing I will say is there's no excuse like I've really started myself like one thing I do every morning is go for a walk that's purely for my peace of mind and also getting my steps in but in Dubai
1: you don't walk anywhere no as much and it is really so hard the thing with dubai is that everyone obviously most people live in flats or apartments or whatnot and like villas but lots of places have gyms so if you can in the morning you know go and do a call or watch netflix and just take your phone and yeah you, you, and, and just walk while you're watching whatever or speaking to someone right it's it's a really easy way to kill two birds with one stone you know and i do think quite a lot of people I hate to say it. I'm going to be a tough love here. Do make excuses, right? You you can always find the time for something, if you want to do it. You know, you don't have to sit on the sofa from eight pm to ten pm. You can go to the gym and you can walk. You don't have to do a stressful workout, but those steps are really, really going to help you and also clear your mind mentally and make you feel better. You know, you feel happier. Pumps the endorphins.
0: It's great. It's true. And you don't have to order from Insta shop. You can walk to the shop. And that's a note. That's a note to Holly. That's a note to self.
2: <laughs> Delete the app <update>. though. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> and there are so many nice walks actually in Dubai. When you actually get out there and you want to go on a walk, there are some good options. So Georgie, how do we find
1: out about your services? How do people get involved? Everything, it's a PCOS party. Um, and the reason I called it that is very obvious, really. I want to show women that you still can have fun and PCS does not define you. A condition cannot bring you down. You can reverse it and you can go out and, and really live your life. So I am on Instagram at it's PCS Party. My website is it's com. Please feel free to DM me whenever you need. I answer any questions and then obviously I can d- divert you to either my course or we can set up a free discovery call and see if you want to do the one-to-one coaching. I am getting super, super busy, which is great. So if you are interested, get in contact soon. <laughs> nice. And Georgie, the last question that we ask all
0: our speakers is if you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be?
1: It would be to not care what other people think at all. Your friends will be there to support you and it really will sort of, you know, show you who actually shows up. It would be to take a risk. I mean, I did it and thank God I did. So I wish I could, I wish I almost did it earlier. Move to a different country. You're not born to live in one village for the rest of your life. Go and live it. And also to love yourself more. Really love yourself because you've got to look after your body, your home, it's your number one. So be your best friend.
0: Oh, I like
2: that. I'm taking that from you.
1: Good. I really <laughs>
2: enjoy these questions and hearing what people say and um, trying, to yes, take good it, girl. trying to take it away. I definitely think I'm. I always care what people think of me and I need to learn. And it's easy to say, isn't it? But it's actually putting it
1: into actions isn't it caring what people think about yeah, you absolutely oh god I used to do so badly I was so you know I look back now and I think it's stupid and some people ask me sometimes like why ha, what changed how and it was just almost like a light bulb moment once where I was just like you know what I don't care anymore and I think it was actually when I started the business and I did that first post and I was like this is it I'm doing it now not letting anything hold me back and that's it you know you just have to have that kick in the head and change that mindset and be like Fuck it. Life's short. You've only got one. Good for you, Georgie. Honestly, you are absolutely killing
0: it. And you can tell by that, by how busy you are and your Instagram, and wishing you all the best, my darling.